The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for August 2nd, 2022. The White Sox lost in standard-issue fashion to the Kansas City Royals on Monday night 2-1, but before we get into that game, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, they also made a deal in advance of today's 5 p.m. trade deadline by acquiring left-handed reliever Jake Diekman from the Boston Red Sox for Reese McGuire. It's a trade of players neither team had much use for. Diekman was the Red Sox second lefty, while McGuire was the White Sox third catcher. Diekman is having a rocky season in the control department and has another $4.5 million guaranteed after the season for a team that might be selling more than they're buying, while McGuire has a 546 OPS this year and is out of options. Diekman has issued 30 walks on top of six hit batters over 38 and one-third innings, but he struck out 51 batters and has limited lefties to a 566 OPS this season. He's also just walked two batters in five second-half outings, so perhaps he used the all-star break to right some wrongs. If nothing changes, he gives Tony Larusa a better lefty-lefty option than Tanner Banks, who actually has reverse splits this year. You just have to hope that he retires that lefty, rather than walking him and bringing the dark side of the three-batter minimum into play. For Boston, they needed a catcher after trading Christian Vasquez to the Houston Astros, and as we saw before Sebi Zavala's emergence, McGuire can at least take care of business behind the plate. If I had a wager on the most likely outcome, I'd guess that this move ends up being of little consequence to each team, but both teams turn a player they didn't need into one for whom they have some use. As for Monday night's game, there isn't a whole lot to say. Michael Kopech pitched seven innings and gave a pair of solo homers, which somehow proved too much for the White Sox offense to overcome, even though Kansas City appeared to do the Sox a solid by starting lefty Daniel Lynch instead of righty Brad Keller. The White Sox outhit the Royals 10-6, but nine of those hits were singles, none of them came with runners in scoring position, and they only drew one walk to supplement it. The Sox were held scoreless until the 7th, when Larry Garcia and Sebi Zavala opened the inning with singles that put runners on the corners. Gavin Sheets pinch hit for Adam Engel and delivered a sack fly to left that put the White Sox on the board, Tim Anderson's nubber moved Zavala to second with two outs, and Yuan Makata drew a walk to bring Andrew Vaughn to the plate. Vaughn hit a bouncer to the right side, but Whit Merrifield was able to flag it down and throw to first in time for the third out. Nick Prado then wheeled and fired home to get Zavala at the plate, but the inning was already over. One out singles in the 8th and ninth innings accomplished nothing, with Tim Anderson following Sheets' base hit in the ninth with a 5-4-3 double play that ended the game. The White Sox have now lost the first game in each of their last six home series. 
This one sends them back to 500, and they also lost a game to both the Twins and the Guardians. They'll try to recover tonight when they send Lucas Giolito to the mound to face Keller. Giolito's 5.14 ERA is nearly one run higher than Keller's, but if you think you can improve it at least somewhat, this would be the kind of night to put a dent in it. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central on NBC Sports Chicago. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Down in the farm, the full-season affiliates all had customary days off on Monday, but the short-season affiliates were active. The Arizona Complex League White Sox affiliate beat the ACL Rangers 8-2. Romy Gonzalez, whose year has been a miserable one due to hamstring issues and a tonsillectomy, began his rehab stint with a three-run homer, so perhaps things are finally looking up for him. The Dominican Summer League White Sox lost to the DSL Blue Jays 7-4, but there were some bright spots. Ryan Burroughs went 3-4 for with a double, Lloydel Chappelle hit a 6th triple, and Carlos Jimenez is now hitting 340 after going 2-3 for with a double. Fresh series for the other teams start tonight. Charlotte hosts Gwinnett, Birmingham welcomes Chattanooga, while Winston-Salem travels to Brooklyn, and the Kannapolis Cannonballers head across the state to play the Carolina Mudcats. Around the league, let's run down some deadline deals. The New York Yankees made the biggest move by acquiring Frankie Mondhas and Lou Trevino from Oakland for a four-prospect package headlined by left-handed pitching prospect Ken Waldachuk, along with flame-throwing righty Luis Medina. The Yankees also added Scott Efros from the Cubs for righty pitching prospect Hayden Wesneski, but they seem to generate pitching prospects like that every year. The Milwaukee Brewers made the most controversial deal by sending all-star closer Josh Hader to San Diego for four players, including former Padres closer Taylor Rogers, righty starter Denelson Lamette, and helium-laden utility guy Asturia Ruiz. The Brewers have elite bullpen depth, so they're hoping that Devin Williams can pick up the slack while Ruiz provides lineup a better look in the years ahead. The Orioles also invited some scrutiny by sending fan favorite Trey Mancini to the Astros in the three-team deal that involved the Tampa Bay Rays, even though the O's are only two and a half games out of the wildcard hunt. If you were hoping the White Sox might land Jose Quintana, the Cardinals got him instead, sending a couple prospects to Pittsburgh, most notably 21-year-old third baseman Malcolm Nunez. While the Red Sox dealt Vasquez to Houston, they also added Tommy Pham from the Reds, so they're not entirely punting the rest of the season. The Braves also made a flurry of moves, acquiring Robbie Grossman from Detroit and A. Ray Adrianza from the Nationals. They also traded for Jake Odorizzi while signing Austin Riley to a 10-year, $212 million extension. I'm sure there will be more, and you can follow it all on SoxMachine.com today. As for scores, the Twins and Guardians both won in walk-off fashions in extra innings. Gio Urshela hit a walk-off homer to down Detroit in 10 innings, while Ahmed Rosario single led Cleveland to an 11-inning victory over Arizona. 
In the Twins-Tigers game, Detroit lefty Tarek Skubal left the start early with left arm fatigue, so it's hard to see him being moved today. The White Sox are now three games back of Minnesota and two games back of Cleveland. Elsewhere, the Yankees begin the first team to get to 70 wins by beating the Mariners 7-2, with Aaron Judge hitting his 43rd homer of the year. Juan Soto homered off Max Scherzer in what could be his final game for the Washington Nationals, but the Mets still managed to win 7-3. Even without Mancini, the Orioles gained ground on the Mariners with a 7-2 victory over the Rangers, so they're back over 500 at 52-51, while the Red Sox are half game behind Baltimore at 52-52 after eking out a win over the Astros 3-2. The White Sox are also three games back at 51-51, but they're also three games back in Minnesota and only have one other team in the way, so winning the Central remains the shortest distance to the postseason. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to commiserate about the game, discuss the night on the farm, and we'll be on top of the trade deadline action between now and 5 p.m. If you're on Twitter, be on the lookout for Josh's Marathon Twitter space starting at 2 p.m. Central. If you are new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And if you'd like to support what we do, you can do so at patreon.com slash SoxMachine, where you can get an ad-free version of the site and show with bonus content on both for as little as $2 a month. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis wishing you a sane and safe deadline day. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com